Yeah. All right. So, um, so in the parsha, this week's parsha. So there's a bunch of mitzvahs that we can talk about. So I figure we'll talk about one of the uh, most important mitzvahs. In fact, Rashi famously says that all of Chumash could have started with this week's parsha because of the concept of Kiddush HaChaydesh, of sanctifying the new moon, of Bezdin being able to, uh, being given the authority to establish when Rish Chaydesh is, which determines the calendar, which determines when holidays are, so it's a big deal. So I figure we'll talk about that mitzvah of Kiddush HaChaydesh. So... Uh, everyone, let's put it, there's two things that everyone agrees upon. Is there a Chumash here? Yeah. You don't, you don't all, all of you have to get up, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's okay. I just need one Chumash, that's all. It's just, just all walking around, you know. I'll just, I'll just take it. You know, it's fine. Uh, anyway, so th- there are a couple things that, that sort of, thank you very much, that the Rishonim seem to agree on. Let's put it this way. There's certain agreed upon facts. Fact number one, there definitely is a mitzvah in 613 for Bezdin to sanctify the new moon and to make Rosh Chaydesh. So it's not like if Bez, it's not just something that Bezdin are able to do, they're obligated to do so. So if Bezdin just decides, you know what, it's been a long winter, we're just a little bit lazy, we'll stay, you know, sessions off and just the, the new moon, we'll, you know, we'll just let things go. No such deal. There's a chiyav, there's an obligation, there's a mitzvah certainly to be Makalish the new moon, that's Aleph. Bez, our parsha with the pasuk of Achaydesh Ezel Lechem Reish Chadoshim, that's certainly that's certainly the parsha where the authority is given to Chazal to make the new moon. But the question is, is this the parsha where it's a, where the mitzvah of, of sanctifying the new moon is given? Okay, so you'll see you'll see what I mean and where this comes from. So let's begin like this. In Maramok number one, so this is a, um, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs, right? So we know that the Rambam wrote a Sefer Mitzvahs. He goes through each 613. And the usual style of the Rambam over there is he first tells you in one line what the mitzvah is. Then he tells you the Pasuk that it's coming from, the Parsha that it's coming from. And then he'll quote a Gemara or a Chazal to prove to you that, that's in, that it's in fact the mitzvah. That's the usual, uh, you know, the usual style. And the, usually, for the most part, it's about a paragraph long. It happens to be this mitzvah, mitzvah say Kuf Nun Gimel, the 153rd mitzvah, the Rambam is very lengthy about it because he talks also about how Rosh Chodesh is established nowadays where we don't have a Sanhedrin, we don't have witnesses coming to testify. So it's a whole side topic, which we're not going to go into now. But this is how the Rambam at least begins the, uh, the discussion. So it says the Rambam like this, So this is the, this he says, there's the mitzvah, the Rambam commanded us, to sanctify the month, to make Rish Chodesh, and to calculate the new month and the new year, if we need a leap year, to make all the Cheshbonis and to establish a calendar and to keep things moving, to make Rish Chodesh. And that's the mitzvah that's called in Chazal, the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh, of sanctifying the new moon. So that's the mitzvah. So again, not only is it something that Bezdin are capable of doing, but they're mechuyiv to do it, it's a mitzvah. And what's the source of this mitzvah? Says the Rambam, it's our parasha. That Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron in Mitzrayim, this month, the month of Nisan, is the first of the month. And uh, in other words, in the, you have the authority and the obligation to establish it as such. So that's the Pasuk. Where is the Gemara that, that shows this? So it says the Rambam, it's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Chav Bezim and Aleph. The Gemara says, based on the, based on the previous mentioned Pasuk, so the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, just a few words. 
Just got started. So Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah a few words about this Pasuk, that Edus Zu, this testimony, in other words, this, this Dintaira, this topic, this Inyan of sanctifying the new moon, should be given to you. In other words, that's what it means, what does it mean that this, is, that, 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 this month to you should be the first month? What does it mean to you? It's the first month. No, means that it should be given to you. In other words, it's under your jurisdiction. Kloimer, says the Rambam, the meaning of that is, Shemitzazu, this concept, this mitzvah of sanctifying Rishchidesh, of establishing Rishchidesh, ain't a Mesur This is not something that each person does on their own. K'may Shabbos Breshis. Like, for example, Shabbos, that, that's something that each person has to calculate for themselves. Shakol Ish, Yimna Shisha Yamim. Everyone counts six days. You know what I'm saying? You have, you, you have to keep Cheshman by yourself what day of the week it is. And you rest on the seventh day. Says the, the Pasuk is saying that Rosh Chodesh is not like that. Right? So you can make a mistake. Can you imagine such a thing? Everyone on their own, when they happen to see the new moon for themselves, they'll establish it Rosh Chodesh for themselves. Or they'll make the proper halacha calculations to determine when the new month is. And they'll establish for themselves privately Rosh Chodesh. And so you can have this thing. Uh, for this person, Pesach is today. Right? For the next person, Pesach is a week from there. It's, like, it's, it's not true. Avol mitzvah zu, therefore, that's what the Pasuk is saying. Hashem is saying to Moshe and Aaron, who are the leaders of the Jewish people, representing Sanhedrin, this Kiddush HaChadosh is given to you. It's under your authority. Avol mitzvah zu, rather, that's the point, that this mitzvah, this mitzvah of Kiddush HaChadosh, layasa oisel la'olam, it could only be done zulus bezin hagadol levad. Only the Sanhedrin in, uh, can can have the authority to do this. Uber Yisrael levad and only in Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Now, by the way, it happens to be just a little bit on the side. Even though it's under the authority and the auspices of the bezin hagadol of the Sanhedrin, you didn't need all seventy people convening to make kiddush achaydish. What usually what happened was is that the Sanhedrin would designate a smaller bezin to be representing them to take care of it. To gather together all the 70 minutes of the Nedrin, that was uh, an undertaking every month. So it designated the Bezdin, a smaller Bezdin to do it, and that would be okay. But Al-Kalpanim, what's the Ramam telling us? That the, Again, we have this Pasuk. It says in our parsha, Chadish HaLechem Rosh Chadashim, that the, the new, and as the Gemara interprets it, Chadish HaLechem Rosh Chadashim, that the ability of sanctifying the new month and so on, making Rosh Chodesh and so on is given over to Sanhedrin. And the Rambam is saying that that Pasuk with that interpretation of Chazal is not just telling us a fact of whose authority it's under it's in fact a mitzvah. In other words it's not only that the only ones can do it is Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin are obligated to do it. They have a mitzvah to do it. That's what the Rambam was talking about. The opening line was that the Rabbanu Shalom commanded the Sanhedrin to sanctify every Rosh Chodesh based on this Pasuk. So that's the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs. That if you want to know what is the source for there being an actual mitzvah to sanctify Rosh Chodesh and to make the calculations and so on, it's a Chodesh Elochem. Okay? That's the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs. The Chinuch says like that. The Smag says like that. Many Rosh Hashanah say like that. Okay. What's fascinating is, is that the Rambam himself in Hilchas Kiddush HaChaydash, that, that was in Sefer Mitzvahs we just read. In Hilchas Kiddush HaChaydash, the Rambam says differently. Which, it's rare, but it does happen. So it's not the... That itself is not, um, uh, you know, sh- that's not a question that you should lose sleep over. The Rambam Sefer Mitzvahs goes one way, and in Hilchas Kiddush HaChaydash, he says differently. It does happen. But what we're going to see is what the Rambam, how the Rambam describes this mitzvah of sanctifying the new moon every month that is not only the 
responsibility of Bezin, but in fact their obligation to do so, how he, where he comes from, how he sees that in Hilchas Kedosh HaChadosh. But we'll begin like this, in Marmok number two. So the Rambam, and again, Hilchas Kedosh HaChadosh, the first parak, parak Aleph Olachahei. So we hear the Rambam quotes that Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that he mentioned in Sefer Mitzvahs. That the Pasuk says, and says the Gemara, that this, this ability of sanctifying the new moon, this testimony, this whole uh, court uh, you know, uh, pr- you know, process, is given to you. So again, in Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam interpreted that to me, not only is it given to you that you have the authority, but it means it's given to you, it's your responsibility. You have to do it. Not just that no one else can. You have to do it. It's a mitzvah on you. But the Rambam in Kiddush HaChadish doesn't learn like that. As we'll see in a second, the Rambam in Kiddush HaChadish learns that all the Pasuk is trying to say is that no one else can do it but the Sanhedrin. But nowhere does this Pasuk indicate that they have to do it. Theoretically, no one else can. But if Bezdin's lazy and they just sit back and they just let the moon go, then, uh, then they're not sanctifying the new moon. And eventually the months will be a little bit off. You know what I mean? But... Uh, but this Pasuk by itself is just telling us whose authority is it under, not necessarily who's responsible to actually do it. Take a look at Marmokah number two. It says the Rambam, Ein Riyas Hayereach, seeing the new moon and, and uh, sanctifying it, is not Mesur Adam. it's not given to everybody. Kamay Shabbos Bresh is again the same example he gave in Sefer Mitzvah, like, like regular Shabbos. Shekolecha Mayneshisha that everyone counts six days, and then you uh, rest on the seventh. That's a personal, personal thing. It's not like that when it comes to Rish Chaydish. El Bezin Dover Maser. It's given over to Bezin, to the Sanhedrin. Achi Kachu, Bezin. Bezin are the ones that have to sanctify it. V'yikvo Oisi Yom Rish And the day that they designate as Rish Chaydish, Hushi Rish Chaydish, that's Rish Chaydish for everyone. Shenemar, and the source of this, of this, of this inning is, HaChaydish Elochem. That the month is given to you. In other words, Eidazu. Quotes the language of the Gemara, that this testimony, this concept is given over, it's on the authority of the Sanhedrin. Nowhere in this halacha did the Ramam say, and there's a mitzvah on Bezdin to sanctify the new moon because of this power that they have. All he's saying is that this Pasuk is telling you there's a power. So in the Ramam in Hilchas Kedesh the source of there being a mitzvah to sanctify the new moon is not from Achadish Elochem. It's not from this parish. This parish, this parish is just giving them the authority and the concept. Of, of, of the, the concept of a new moon in Rish Chaydish. But the mitzvah is not from our parasha. Where is the mitzvah from? So the Rambam in Maramaka number three, this is in Halacha Zayin, later on, all the way at the end of the first chapter in Kiddush HaChaydish, the Rambam finds a different pasuk all the way in Parshas Emmer. Okay, it's interesting. Parshas Emmer, again, you don't have this in front of you, but in Parshas Emmer, that's where the pasuk talks about all the Yom Taivim. Okay? And so the pasuk introduces all the holidays like this. Um, it's familiar psukim. Say to the Jewish people, you should say to, say to them, Hashem, the Yom Tovim of Hashem, that they should call holy, that they should establish his holy days. And these are the holidays. And it goes on talking about Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, all the Yom Tovim. So that's the pasuk. Says the Ramam in Maramakim number three. Mitzvah Sasei says the Rambam. Now, after establishing in Maramokah number two that there's a concept of Kiddush HaChadosh and Sanhedrin are the ones that have the ability to do so, says the Rambam over here. Now, Mitzvah Sasei Taira al-Bezdin, now there's not only that they can do it, they have to do it. There's a mitzvah on them 
to what? Shiyachshavu, Vyedu, to make the calculations and to determine Imir Hayerech, Aloyira, is it is it possible to see the new moon today? Is it is it it could it be Rishkadish, could it not be Rishkadish? Visha Yidushim for them to investigate the Aidim again. They can't just say, you know what, we're not interested. They have if witnesses come to testify that they see the new moon, they have they're obligated to accept the testimony, to deal with it, to to make the dentaira, actually and to sanctify the new moon if it's appropriate. So there's a mitzvah meant to do so. Says the Rambam. Mm-hmm. And part of the myth, now here's a chiddush, part of their mitzvah in sanctifying the new moon is not just to sanctify it. The Yeshalchu they also have the obligation, once it's been sanctified, to send messages and to let the Jewish people know the Ezeyon, who Rishchaitish, which day Rishchaitish was established. In order that everyone should know what holiday, you know, what days the ho- what day the holidays are, so so says Rambam. So we have this new, they have this mitzvah, which is interestingly enough, not just to sanctify the new moon, to sanctify the new moon, and to let everyone know about it as much as possible, as best as possible, to spread the word. Huh? So says the Rambam. Says the Rambam like the Shinamar. What's the pasuk? What's the source? Asher tikru Says the pasuk again. That was Parshas Zemar. That that Rambam says to Moshe Rabbeinu, these are the holidays. Asher You should call them as holidays. You should establish them and proclaim them as holidays. So says the Rambam. That's the pasuk of where we know this idea of sanctifying the new moon and letting everyone know about it. Because by sanctifying the new moon and letting everyone know about it, that's called that's called establishing and calling out and proclaiming the holidays of the Jewish people. That's the Rambam. The Namar, and says the Rambam, and there's another Pasuk as well, which is actually earlier than Parsha's Namar. The second Pasuk the Rambam quotes is in Parsha's Bay. It's the end of this week's Parsha. After the Pasuk talks about the, um, all the halachas of, of Pesach, at the end of the Parsha, so it says, that you should keep these law, you should keep this law uh, in its proper time. So says the Rambam Venemar, that's another Pasuk to show this idea that the Yom Toivim have to be established. Okay. So we have, un, we, now let's just explain. The Rambam, there's a number of Chedushim in this Rambam. Chedush number one is that the mitzvah is not just to sanctify the new moon. I mean, obviously, once Bezin sanctifies the new moon, it, it, it goes without saying, it's, 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 it's reasonable and uh, it makes a lot of sense, and it's probably it's the right thing to do to let everyone know about it, right? Because you know that's otherwise. But says the Rambam, it's not just a nice idea. It's not just a chesed that the Sanhedrin are doing by letting everyone know the day that they establish as Rishchidish. That's the mitzvah. In other words, the mitzvah Kiddush Achidish has two parts to it. They're sanctifying the making it Rishchidish and letting everyone know about it. And says the why did the Rambam come up with this? Well, we'll see. We'll see in, maybe in a moment the Gemara that is a little bit of a riot to this. But conceptually, it's because of this the larger Chiddush that we see in this piece of the Rambam, that the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChadish is not a Chadish HaLachem. It's not a Chadish HaLachem. If the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChadish was just HaChadish HaLachem, then all you see from that Pasuk is, there's a mitzvah to make Rish Chadish. Nothing more and nothing less. Says the Rambam, that's not the mitzvah. That's introducing us to the idea of, of Rish Chadish. The mitzvah of Kiddush HaChadish is, Asher Tikro Oysimekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroyekroy
So it's Bezdin. I should write. Right. Well, it's I should the Bezdin has to proclaim, proclaim it too. So they proclaim it to everyone. What are they proclaiming? Mikroy Kaidish. But there's two basic problems, or, or I should say, things that are still a little bit fuzzy and hazy with this Rambam. Problem number one is one second. The puzzle that the Rambam is, is quoting, Mikroy Kaidish, is is a puzzle talking about holidays. Mikroy Kaidish is holidays. And the Rambam is saying, and because of that, on, there's a mitzvah on Bezdin to sanctify Rish Chedish Cheshven and to let everyone know when Rish Chedish Cheshven is. What does Rish Chedish Cheshven have anything to do with saying and proclaiming when Pesach is? I mean, I understand that, you know, I guess you can make the argument, depending on Rish Chedish Cheshven is, and then like, it, it might have some effect on when Rish Chedish Nisan is, by the way, not really, because at some point, mole, chaser, mm-hmm. things sort of even out anyway. But this Indian of this should be a, the, 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 the source of whenever Bezin sanctifies any month, they have to proclaim to everyone, they have to sanctify it, and they have to let everyone know when Rosh Chodesh is. And the source of that is because there's a mitzvah on Bezin to proclaim Yontif. Listen, I would say, huh? Right, if Rish Chodesh is Yantif, then fine. So I would, say, I would say like this, what are you talking about? There's an Indian of Rish Chodesh and whatever it is, there's a new Pasuk, which means that every Yantif, let Bezdin go out and uh, blow Shaifer or something, that is Yantif. But the problem is, it, 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 there's, something, there's something funny over here, that there's a mitzvah to sanctify and proclaim Rish Chodesh, and the, the, and, the, and the obligation is because of the Pasuk talking about proclaiming Yantif. Again, Rosh Chodesh is a Yontif, but that's not the Yontif that the Pasuk is talking about. In the context of the Pasuk, it's talking about Pesach, Shavosuk, Rosh Hashanah, Kippur. So what's going on over here? Now the truth is, the Ramam is not completely making, I mean, you know, he's not making this up. If you take a look at Marmokka number four, there is a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that does seem to indicate this idea that the, the letting, the, the proclamation of when Rosh Chodesh is, is bound with the mitzvah of making Rosh Chodesh, and it's connected with this Pasuk, of, of Ashatik Royce and Mikroi Kaidish, which is basically the opinion of the Rambam. But you see how the Gemara says it. A little bit of background. Um, the halacha was that, you know, when, when Kal Yisrael are all in Eretz Yisrael, so, and everything's fine, okay, so Bezdin can, can, can send out the message, and, you know, uh, people will, you know, everyone will tell each other, the, world, the, the word will, will spread when Rish Kaidish was established. But as Kal Yisrael began to spread out, so you have uh, people in far-flung places. It's hard to, to know. So the Gemara says that in order to get the word out, and again, the, the, they, would, they would have a whole system of shluchim. They would send out messengers to go travel and to get, to get out there. So the Gemara said, huh? So the Gemara says they were, the original thing was to light fires on mountaintops, but the problem was that they were tzedukim, they were apikarsim that tried to mess things up. So they would like secretly try to light it and mess everyone over. So they stopped that and they actually sent messengers with uh, proper documentation and so on to get the word out. Now the Gemara over here in Rosh Hashanah is talking about the following halacha. If the halacha is that if you let's take a, take a step back, if 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 you are let's say um, let's say you you go outside at night and you and you happen to see the new moon, and so oh you have an opportunity you could be in, you can be a witness to go to Bezdin to testify that you saw the new moon. The halacha is in order to testify to Sanhedrin that you saw the new moon, you can be mechal shabbos. To get there, so Allah the Gemara learns out such a thing that even if it means to get to Bezdin, you can Shabbos, you can Shabbos. So the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, that's what we're going to see in Marmok number four. The Gemara says, what about the shluchim that are sent out from Bezdin mm-hmm. to let everyone know that Rosh Chodesh was established? Could they be Mechal Shabbos also if they need to? 
That's the Gemara's questions. It says the Gemara like this: Tan Rabbanim, Marmokim Rafur, it's the Gemara Shoshana, Chafal from the base. Tan Rabban, the Rabbis taught. Quoting the Pasik or a very similar Pasik to the Rambam. Ela Modi Hashem, Ashatik Rais of Mayadam. These are the holidays that the Bezdin that you have to proclaim as holidays at the right time. Yachal, so says the Gemara, based on that. Yachal Keshem Shemachalin Achi Yiskachu. So I might think that maybe just like you could be Michal Shabbos in order to sanctify the new moon, if, you, if, you, if you're a potential witness, so maybe you could also be Michal Shabbos if you're a messenger to let everyone know about it. So Tamil Loimer says the Gemara, no, 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 slow down, not that much. It says, Asher Tikru, Al Kri Mechal, Mechal, Al Okay, says the Gemara that, we're gonna, that the Pasik is, is limiting that in order to to Mechal Shabbos, that is only going to be in terms of establishing Rish Chaydesh. Letting everyone know about it, that's already not Chil Shabbos. From the very question that the Gemara was thinking, that just like you could be Mechal Shabbos to sanctify the new moon, you could also be Mechal Shabbos to let the farthest Shtetl know, well, I don't understand. Mela, you could be Mechal Shabbos to sanctify the new moon, that's the mitzvah, Kiddush HaChaydesh. But what mitzvah is there to let the people in some Favarfana, you know, Shtetl know that it's Rish Chaydesh? That you need another Pasuk to tell you, no, 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 don't be Mechal Shabbos. Mechal Shabbos. The answer is, according to the Rambam, makes a lot of sense. Because the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChaydesh is not just sanctifying the new moon. It's proclaiming, it's proclaiming uh, the sanctification. So it's sanctifying it and letting everyone know. And they're both the same mitzvah. And so therefore, they're, they're, therefore the Gemara says, okay, now there's a debate already. Maybe you could say, maybe you could suggest that just like the mitzvah Kiddush HaChaydesh allows Chil Shabbos, in terms of the first part of the mitzvah, which is to sanctify it, maybe it allows Chil Shabbos the next part too. Okay, to that we say no. Chil Shabbos is only going to be the first part. But, but at least from the very back and forth, you see this idea that the mitzvah is not just sanctifying the new moon, it's proclaiming, to proclaim the holidays as, as Yom Taivim, which means to sanctify the new moon and to let everyone know about it. So again, but going back to before, but this itself needs explanation. Is the mitzvah about proclaiming yontif, or is it proclaiming every rishchaydish? It's a little bit funny. Again, if the if the pasuk said, I mean, it's not both, huh? It's not both. It's not both every because lachayr or not. Every month you establish a month, and no. that automatically sets a baseline where you are, and then you know yontif is every month. So the problem, the problem is, I hear that that could be true, and you can make that argument. For the for the first part of the mitzvah, the first half of the mitzvah, which is the sanctification part. But in terms of letting everyone know about it, it the, the, someone knowing when Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan is has no. He doesn't need to know when Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan is to figure out when Pesach is going to be. By the time Rosh Chodesh Nisan, all you have to know is let him know when, when Rosh Chodesh Nisan is. Bezdin has to has to make these calculations. But in terms of everyone knowing about it, all they have to know is at the end of the day when Rosh Chodesh Nisan is. You know what I'm saying? So to, to, that this one mitzvah should be to make Rish and proclaim it only because of its, you know, how it gets to Pesach, Shavuos, or whatever the Yom Tov is, it, it, it's, 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 it's unnecessary. The second part is certainly unnecessary until you actually get to that Yom Tov. So the Ram is telling us, no, every month, Sanctified and let everyone know when Rish Chaydesh is because it's a mitzvah for them to know when Yontif is. What do they have to know? It, it, they don't need to know when Rish In order for them to know when Pesach is, it has zero relevance to know when Rish Chaydesh Cheshvan is. By the time it gets to, to, to Kislev, they're already, they could still be confused. It, it has no, but if, if you need to let them know when Pesach is, then the mitzvah should be every Bezin is, is Makadish every month properly. And by the time the month of that Yontif is, let, the, let them know.
But every month they have to be told when Rosh Chodesh is because they have to know when Yantif is. It's Negea. They're not gonna, the, the, the information right now is not helping them anyway. It's not helping them. I understand maybe, maybe you're right in terms of, again, Bezdin establishing Rish Chaydish, because again, once they establish Rish Chaydish, it creates a certain, you know, it, it keeps things moving in a certain direction. But let, let, everyone could be in the dark about that. It, it doesn't make a difference. So the fact that, that, that this Pasik is saying, there's a mitzvah to let everyone know, to proclaim when Yontif is, that's obligating Bezdin to let everyone know when Rish Chaydish Cheshven is. That's a problem. Problem number one. Problem number two is why does the Rambam have to quote the second Pasuk? What's he adding with that? Again, the first Pasuk was, Asher Tikraisim Nekroi Kaidish, in the end of Marmok number three. Tikraisim Nekroi Kaidish, V'Namar. And there's another Pasuk, which is V'Shamart Asachul Gazais Lamaida, to keep, V'Shamart Asachul Gazais, to sort of keep this uh, law of Pesach, for example, in its right time. First of all, that, I don't even know what you, what, do you, what do you see from that exactly. To keep the law of Pesach means to keep Pesach. I don't know, what do you mean? What does that have to do with anything? And why are you quoting it? And if anything, it's, it's an earlier Pasuk, so quote it first. It's a, the whole thing is very strange for the Ram to quote multiple Pesukim like this. Okay, so, so let's go like this. Let's go like this. Until now, we've been assuming the following thing, which is that what Bezdin does is sanctify and let everyone know about Rosh Chaydash. And the best we could come up with until now, that's what Chaim was suggesting, is, well, if you establish when Rosh Chodesh is, or maybe if you let everyone know when Rosh Chodesh is, it'll sort of eventually help when it comes to, to Yantif. Which itself is a little bit funny. The Pasuk says, the, the Pasuk, which is the source of all this, is Asher Tikrisim, like That Bezin should proclaim and establish and, 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 and say Yantif. So we're saying, no, but it's, it's really Rosh Chodesh, and in Memela, Yantif sort of figures itself out. So it's like this. The truth is, is that there's many proofs from Rishonim, and we're not going to go into all of them now, but there's a number of proofs from Rishonim that even though Bezdin verbally and actively are only talking about Rishchidosh, so comes Rishchidosh, the new moon, testimony and so on, Bezdin says, oh, Mekudosh, Mekudosh, right? And they get, they let the word out, everyone should know, today was Rishchidosh. So everything on the outside is all they're talking about is Rishchidosh. But the truth is, from Rishonim we find that although only they're, they're only saying openly Rishchidosh, what really they're also saying is, today's Rishchidosh, and in 15 days from now, it's Pesach. So part of the, and not only are they, are they proclaiming that, but they're also sanctifying that. When they say today is Rishchidosh, whenever you sanctify Rishchidosh, contained in that, at least potentially, is, what, is what's going to fully ripen and develop in the Yontif of that month. Let me, let me explain, let me show you how. Maramukah number five. This is a Rabbeinu Hananel in Meseches Bavas. Rabbeinu Hananel is one of the early Rishayinim. And uh, by the way, it's, just, it's a good cloud to know. But Derech cloud, generally speaking, the Rambam follows Rabbeinu Hananel. Like, if, if you're not sure, uh, if you have no reason to think otherwise, you see Rabbeinu Hananel, you see a riff, you could assume the Rambam goes with that. So Rabbeinu Hananel writes the following thing. Say it again? Oh, so we're going to get there in a second. So we're going slow. Step, for, step one is going to be, let's, that's a good, let, step one, let's talk about a, a month with a Yantif in it. Let's say Nisan. Nisan has Pesach in it. So again, on a simple level, what are Bezin doing? They're sanctifying Rishchidosh. They're letting everyone know about Rishchidosh. And they're not getting involved with Pesach. Pesach happens to be automatically 15 days later. But they're not directly engaging in Pesach. That's the Pashtas, right? But we're going to see not like that. That's, that's step one. That at least a month that is, that is the month of Yantif, they're saying Rosh Chaydesh, but contained in that is also uh, 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 
is also you know hands on with Yontiv as well. So says Rebbeinu Chananel is in Babas or Kufchaf Aleph and Aleph. Moya, listen to the words of Rebbeinu Chananel. Moya de Hashem, the holidays of the Rebbeinu Shalom, Pesach, not just Rosh Chodesh, the, the holidays. Tzrichim Kiddush Bezdin. Bezdin has to sanctify the holiday. And says the Rebbeinu Chananel, how do I know this? Ki Moisha Rabbeinu Kitsham, because this is what we find by Moisha Rabbeinu. That Moisha Rabbeinu sanctified, not just Rosh Chodesh. Moisha sanctified the holidays. Shinemar, Vaidaber Moisha Smaidei Hashem El Bnei Yisrael. The Moshe Rabbeinu spoke the holidays to the Jewish people. Dibur Zeh, says Rabbeinu Chananel. What does it mean to speak? It doesn't mean that he just said the halachas of Yontif. Dibur Zeh, Kiddush HaMoyadosu. When Moshe Rabbeinu spoke Yontif, it means he was sanctifying Yontif. And so from Moshe already we see this idea. That the holidays need Bezdin to sanctify them and to establish them. The Loimar and to say, Hamoyed B'yayim that the Yontif is being sanctified in this day. This is something we don't find anywhere. Nowhere in Shas, nowhere in the Rambam, nowhere such a thing that Bezin has to say on the holiday, Mekudosh, Mekudosh. All Bezin says is, Mekudosh, Mekudosh. The answer is, what Rabbeinu Hananel is teaching us is that when Bezin says, Rishchidosh is holy, the holiness of Rishchidosh is something contained in that is, are the beginnings of the Yontif. And by the time Yontif comes, what was a uh, what was what was a small little seed, a potential, something developing, something bubbling on Rishchidesh fully ripens as Pesach. And when Bezdin says today is Rishchidesh, Makudish Makudish, contained in that is Kiddush is Kiddush Pesach, is, is sanctifying Pesach. And the same thing with the other part of the proclamation. When the Jew when the Bezdin goes out to the people and they say today is Rishchidesh, contained in that statement is that this is day one. And meaning, and, and by letting everyone know today is day one, that's saying, and in 15 days from now, it's day 15. So whenever Bezdin, so in other words, when Bezdin, they might be directly talking about Rishchidosh, but Rishchidosh, it can't be seen, every day is not its own little universe. The, the Pesach, which is again, uh, 15 days into Nisan, that's something that's been developing since Rishchidosh. The Kedusha of Nisan, the, 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 the Kedusha of Pesach, I'm sorry, the, the number of the day, which is day 15, is rooted in day one. It's, it's an unpackaging, it's a development. When I, when I, when I sanctify Rishchidosh and I proclaim Rishchidosh, that's, that's, that's an unripened version of Pesach itself. Pesach then emerges out of that. But when Bezdin sanctifies and proclaims Rishchidosh, that's called sanctifying and proclaiming the Yontif. This is not just Rabbeinu Chananel. Take a look at Marmach number 6, the Ritva in Rosh Hashanah, that Chafei Aleph, says the same thing almost. Omad, so he's, the Ritva is talking about how our calendar is established. This is a discussion on the side, but there was a person by the name of Rabbeinu Yehuda Nesiyah, not to be confused with Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, the Tana. There's a much later, a later, later Amaira, Rabbi Yehuda Nesia, and he was the one to establish the calendar. So how did he do it? So he just made all the math, but how did he sanctify, like, what makes a Rishchidosh? You can't just, like, know, theory, like, has to be sanctified. Says the Ritva, Ahmad, at that moment, back in that, hist- you know, uh, thousand, you know, a thousand and a half years ago, Ahmad Iber Kalashanim, he, let's say, made leap years and so on, Alpi Cheshven, and he, he then sanctified all the Rosh Hashanah and all the holidays. 
Now the main point of the Ritvalva there is the main Chiddush that, you, that he was, that years ago you could be, you could be Makadish future Rosh Chadashim, right? That's his main point. That Yudin Nesiyah, back in the times of the Gemara, sanctified all future Rosh Chadashes until, until Mashiach comes. That's the main point over here. But in the words, what you see is that he said what? That Yudin Nesiyah sanctified the Rosh Chadashim and the holidays. Holidays? Holidays never need to be sanctified. The answer is no, 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 no. Holidays do need to be sanctified. And guess who sanctifies them? Bezdin. When does Bezdin sanctify a holiday? The answer is by sanctifying Rishchidosh, that's called sanctifying the holiday. Because the holiday is just a ripening of what is established on day one. Because what's the holiday? Day 15. Or day 10. Or whatever the, the holiday might be. How do you see this in the Ramam? Because in Sefer Amitzvahs, he has the Deek of Lachem, which mm-hmm. is really much more just so we're going to see about that. So the truth is, take yeah. a, oh, very good. So take a look at Marmok number seven. The Rambam himself in Sefer Mitzvahs, in terms of this Nakuda, of there being a concept of Bezdin uh, uh, sanctifying the holiday, is also hinted to in the Rambam himself. Like I said, Rabbi Nechananel is usually, you could assume the Rambam goes with it. In Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam says the following thing. And again, bear in mind, the, the main point of the Rambam is not to make this Nakuda that there's such a thing as sanctifying holidays, but you see it in, his, in the context. Says the Rambam, hey, say no, the main point over here, in, in the Rambam over here, is that Kiddush HaChadish could only happen in Eretz Yisrael, not in Chutzar. That's the main point that he's making in these few lines, but, but see what he says between the words. The fact that we're in Chutzlarz, and we can make our own calculations, that we have, and we can look at our calendars and we can say, that this day is Rosh Chaydesh, and this day is Yantif, you should know that it's not because of our calculations. We're in Chutzlarz, we can't do it. So we could use our calendars and figure out when Rosh Chaydesh should be, when Yantif should be, but really we're not the ones able to do that. What, what is establishing Rosh Chaydesh and Yantif? The answer is because the Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael, because the Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael are the ones that are saying today's Rishchidosh and today's Yantif. And because Bezdin says today's Rishchidosh and today's Yantif, that's why it's Yantif for the whole world. One second. Bezdin says it's Rishchidosh, yeah, that's called Kiddush HaChidosh. When does Bezdin ever say it's Yantif? If it's Rosh Hashanah, okay, Rosh Hashanah is, is Rosh Chaydish, I get it. When does Bezdin ever say it's Pesach? They make a proclamation, it's Pesach. The answer is, yeah. They make a proclamation, it's Pesach. When do they proclaim it's Pesach? When they proclaim it's Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And it's day one. When you say it's day one, that means you're proclaiming, you're, con- you're, you're potentially and you're conceptually proclaiming in two weeks from now it's Pesach. And if you're proclaiming that today it's day one on Rosh Chodesh Sivan, it means that you're saying that in six days from now it's Shuvah. Not only is that true in proclamation, it's true in Kiddush. In other words, these two sides of the mitzvah, which going back to the Rambam, that there's establishing the new, mon, the new moon, the new, the new month, and proclaiming it as such to the world. The, we said in the beginning, the Pasuk is, is to proclaim the, the holiday, right? The holiday should be sanctified and proclaimed. How do Chazal do that? Well, step one is to see that is to realize this Nakuda that would that that the month of a holiday, like for example, Nisan, Sivan, whatever it is, Bezin are actually proclaiming and sanctifying the Yantif. By them proclaiming and sanctifying Rishchaidesh, that Memela is sanctifying day fifteen. But here's the next step. Now we, te- we nowadays in our vernacular, every month has its own name. So Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, every month is its own thing. 
But in Chumash, in Tanakh, that's not true. There are no names of months in Chumash, right? We know what, what are the names of the month in Chumash? Month one, month two, month three, month four. It's a funny thing. Hashem couldn't come up with anything. He had to rely on us going to Galus Bavel and come up with it from the Gaim. The answer is, according to the Torah, every month is not its own little bubble. Every month is just a continuation from the previous month. Month one is not, Tishrei is not its own thing, and then Cheshvan is in Uzach. No, no, no. Tishrei is month two coming from month one. Which means that just as within one month, we have this idea, which is that when you establish day one, it means you're establishing day 15. When you sanctify day one, it means you're sanctifying day 15. I'm proclaiming day one, I'm proclaiming day 15. Well, don't stop there with just that month. The, the year is one, in, is one big picture too. That month that you're picking is month six. Which means that if you go further back, when I proclaim day, the first day of month number one, contained in that is also a sanctification and a proclamation of what? Of the, of the second day of month one and the third day of month one, the fourth day, then moving on to the second month, the third month, the entire year is just an ongoing snowball effect. It's just a snowball effect. The sanctification of Pesach did not start on Pesach, and it didn't even start when Bezin sanctified Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The sanctification of Pesach started when Bezdin sanctified the, 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 the Rosh Chodesh of the previous month. And guess what? It didn't even start there. It started when Bezdin sanctified the Rosh Chodesh of the previous month. It's all one big cycle. And so whenever Bezdin is, in other words, this is the idea. Point number one, once Rosh Chodesh is established, that's a sanctification and a proclamation of the Yontif in that month. Because the Yontif of that month is just a ripening and a fully development and a, just an unpackaging of day one of that month. But every month is also just a number from the previous month. So just as day 15 is just an extension from day one, well, month eight is also an extension from month one. It's all, it's all just one big cycle. Therefore, in the world of the Rambam, in this way, every month that Bezdin sanctifies and says, today is the Rosh Chaydish of month number two, then contained in that is on some level a, a, a very, very unripened version but it's a very unripened version of what? Of, of, of the Makadish Pesach. I, Pesach is uh, month six, or you know, whatever, the, you know, uh, whatever the thing is. Uh, let's say Pesach is month, is month six. So uh, Bezin is, is sanctifying Pesach. Yeah, yeah, Bezin is sanctifying Pesach. Because Pesach, the sanctification of Pesach doesn't happen on Pesach. The sanctification and the proclamation of Pesach is an unfolding process which not only began on. The fact that it begins on Rish Chaydesh, Nisan, that we saw clearly from Rabbein Chanan, and so on, it's mamish. But, but really, by extension, understanding the nature of the months, that it's just one month, month one, month two, month three, they don't have their own names. If they don't have their own names, then it's one long chain. If it's one long chain, then why is stopped by Rish Chaydesh? The previous month is also just uh, an unripened version of the next month. And that month is an unripened version of the following month. It's all just one big, continuous, blossoming. Uh, reality of holidays. So let's go back. The Pasuk says, Hashem, Asher tik There's a mitzvah on Bezdin to proclaim and establish and to sanctify and, and to proclaim the month, uh, the, the, the holidays. Says the Ramah, and from there you see there's a mitzvah that in every single month to proclaim and establish Rosh Chaydash. As we said, like, how, what, but how, how do you get there from the holidays? So Mela to sanctify the month, okay, because then you sort of keep the calendar moving in a ripe way. 
But letting everyone know about it certainly is unnecessary until, the, until that month itself. The answer is, you know, it's not so far-fetched. By saying that today is Rosh Chodesh, is day one of month three, that is further developing, that, that itself is, is a proclamation and, and furthering the ball of proclaiming the holiday of day 15 on month six. It's, it's just all one, you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one, it's one uh, process that's being developed. This is maybe, perhaps, this is why the Rambam adds that second Pasuk. Because that second Pasuk, V'shamarta Zechuka Azlais Lamoyada, V'shamarta, what does it mean V'shamarta? So on a simple level, V'shamarta means to guard, to watch it. In other words, like, like don't violate Pesach. When it's Pesach, keep Pesach. But V'shamarta, we know that the, the Pasuk, Chazal used this, V'aviv Shomar Esadavar. When, Yaakov, when Yosef has the dreams. So it says in Pasuk, Yaakov Shomar Sadavar. What does it mean, Shomar? Rashi says it means he anticipated. When would be the day where that, where that dream was fulfilled? The word Shomar doesn't just mean to watch, like don't mess it up. Shomar also means to anticipate. To, to, and not just to anticipate passively, but to actively bring something forward. To actively bring something forward, to bring something into reality. That's also... Watch Shabbos to sanctify. What does it mean to watch Shabbos to sanctify? It doesn't just mean don't be nechal Shabbos. It means allow Shabbos to be cult, to be ripened. Do everything you can to bring out Shabbos in your life. V'shamarta esachuka hazlois lamoyada. It's and by the way, the end of the pasuk is miyom yomim, which means all year. V'shamarta esachuka hazlois lamoyada miyom yomim means anticipate Pesach all year. What does it mean? I start cleaning, uh, you know, from ready Matzi Pesach, or it means that I have to look forward to Pesach. Says the Ram, no, no. You know what it means? It means sanctify every month. I sanctify a month. That's called anticipating Pesach. Yeah, because when you sanctify Rish Chodesh uh, Tishrei, that's the beginning of a process which is going to fully ripen and appear on the fifteenth of Nisan. I fifteen. What does it have to do with Rish Chodesh Tishrei? The answer is in one second. The 15th is an unpackaging of day one. And the day one of month six is just an unpackaging of month five. And month five is an unpackaging of month four. V'chul v'chul, it all back, goes back to month one. It's just all one long process of what? Of Ashetik Reisimikroi Kaitish. And that's the Rambam over here. So the huge Chiddush and Halacha, that, 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 that every single Rish Chiddush, and by, by extension, every single day, in a certain sense, is... is is a Bezdin would would san, is is Bezdin would uh, sanctify every single day and proclaim every single day as a process which is building up to sanctifying and proclaiming Yantif. That's what we're saying over here, and that's the side of Mitzvah Kedush Achadish. Okay. Now, as I usually as it usually goes, concepts which are just interesting or maybe creative, and but like altogether like pretty unnecessary in Nigla, in Pneumius become mamish, like absolutely real. So this is an idea which is nice. I think it's interesting. I think it's a, a creative way of the Rebbeinu Shalom like viewing and and Bezin viewing the calendar, but it's like unnecessary. Like why like why why are we why are we thinking like this? Okay, so this is where we have to be introduced to some concepts that we find in the Kisviari and the Rashash, and then it's Mamish, like this is Mamish the Metzias. Mamish the Metzias. So what do I mean? Okay. <coughs> Very quickly, just a few minutes, five, ten minutes. 
I can't allow myself more than that. Just it's not the okay. <clears throat> we have we think what is Yantif? That's the question. What is Yantif? I mean, what is Yantif? Yantif is the fifteenth of Nisan. Something crazy happened back in the day, so we celebrate it. That's Yantif. No, no, no. The physical world that we live in is that Pesach is the same planet as Erev Pesach, right? And Pesach is the same planet as Shavuos, and it's all it's over. It's, uh, we go to the same shul. Yeah, yeah, the same makam uh, kavua. Everything's pretty much the same. You do different things. You say different things. It's the same same space that you're in. In Pnei Mitzvah is not like that. Every every physically it's like that. But that's all has to upon him. The truth is that the spiritual universe that we exist in and that we build and that we develop and that we serve the Rebbeinu Shalom in and we connect Hashem through the universe, the spiritual universe of Yantiv is altogether different than the universe of non-yontif. It's a different space. It's a different space altogether. Now, the source of this is the Arizal in Marmok number 8. This is in Shara Kavonis. It's a very small section of Shara Kavonis, maybe a page or two, and it has an interesting title, Inin Hashinuyim Shvein Yontif L'Shabbos. They need of the differences between Yontif and Shabbos. That's the topic over here. And the Arizal describes the phenomenon of Yontif. You, you, it's, Erev, uh, it's Erev Pesach, and all of a sudden it's Pesach. So what just happened? What just happened? So the reason says like this, what could this be compared to? So he gives a mashal, let's say you have a stream, water that's coming from the ground, and it's coming slow, trickle, trickle, little, a little stream from the ground. And then at the same moment, all of a sudden the heavens open up, and it's a huge thunderstorm that comes down, a huge amount of water. And now there's a deluge of water on the floor, a little bit from the underground water, and a lot from heaven. And now you no longer notice the stream, the water that's coming from the ground. Because they become completely bottle with the water that comes from heaven. So as a result, that's Yantif. So I mean, the marshal is that these waters all look the same. But it's altogether different waters. This is water comes from the ground. This is water comes from heaven. Yantif is a different universe. It's a different universe. And when Yantif comes in, it's not so much, and this is the Chiddush of the Rizal, the universe that you've been living in, pre-Yantif, is still there. But the universe of Yantif is so overwhelming that you're completely, you lose sight, even spiritually, of the Yantif of pre-Pesach. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what the Rizal is describing. There's like two Yantifs that are competing for attention. There's the regular, the two universes that are competing for attention. There's the universe of regular living, which is compared to that stream that's coming from the ground, which, when it's a sunny day, you notice it. And that's what the water that you're going to pay attention to. But then there's another universe that's competing for your attention, that's the universe of Yonta, that's now being introduced to you. Well, nah, and that's, that's a huge, overwhelming experience. And so, even though you exist in both, your, your focus and your attention is the universe of Yontif. And by the way, this has a, this, this has a practical effect in Kavanas, because there are certain... The, the rule is when it comes to Yantiv, there are certain exceptions, but B'derach Klal, it's like this. The Kavanas of Yantiv, when it comes to Yantiv, the Mekobon that have Kavanas, it's only Yantiv Kavanas. The, the regular Kavanas that would be by every Shachar are not uh, are not done. It's only the Kavanas of Yantiv. So for example, and by the way, it's more than that, the, even throughout Svir Sa'imer, Svir Sa'imer is also seen as like a Yantiv universe. It's part of the Yantiv universe. The only Kavanas that the Mekobolim have are only by Sphere Simer itself. Because that's the only, because the Yontif universe is so overwhelming that everything else is completely ignored. That's the, now, in the language of the Rashash, 
this is described the universe of regular day living and the universe of Yontif, he coined a certain, a certain term. And the term is as follows. The universe of regular living is called Partsov Hayomim. Partsov means the form, the universe, the construct of days, typical days. The universe of Yontif, which is an overwhelming experience, Pesach, Shavu, and so on, that's called parts of Hazmanim. Now, by the way, the Rashash explains this further, that by the way, every Yontif, even though we think of Yom Tovim as sort of each one on their own, it's not really. All the Yom Tovim are really coming together to create this one big universe. Because every universe has different parts to it. There's, you know, Chesek, Vort, Teferas, Netzach, Yisait, and Malchus, not to, you know, there's, there's basic components. Just like Hashem created this universe in six days, right? Or in seven days, you know, to, to whatever degree. So the, the universe of Yontav is also created in seven parts. So you have Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Rosh Yom Kippur, Tubishvat, Tubav. Those are the seven parts to the universe of Yontav. And so that's what's going on. And that's called parts of Hazmanim. It's parts of Yomim. Parts of Azman. Okay, that's the Rizal. And that's the terminology of the Rashash. Okay. But now comes Rashash, which is Yuj Chiddush. Yuj Chiddush. Says the Rashash that the truth is, parts of Azmanim, although we, we the, 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 um, the, fully, the, the full stature of parts of Azmanim comes into our world on Yontif, like the Mashal that the Rizal said, the heavens open up, the rain, the, the deluge comes in, and it's like, you can't notice anything else. That's true. But the Chiddush, the Rashash is, but really every single day, there's a little piece of parts of Asmanim that's being developed. Every single day, although the universe that you're in, which is usually parts of Hayamim, you should know, even in parts of Hayamim, which is the usual universe we operate in, there's a tiny sliver of parts of Asmanim every single day. And ironically, it's an ironic thing. Ironically, the time of the day that we're active in that day's chilek in parts of Azmanim is during Tachnan of all times. Because it's ironic, because Yantav, we don't say Tachnan. Well, maybe that's why, right? Because uh, it's been developed over the year. But every single day, so you go through Shachas Michamayrev, and the primary universe that you're operating in is the universe of parts of Hayomim. It's that little stream that's coming from the ground. That's the universe that you're operating in. And, and it happens to be, though, there is a moment where you sort of take a break from that and you're operating in a small, tiny piece of that bigger universe called parts of Asmana. And so said the Rashash like this, and as the year goes on, all those little pieces accumulate. They all accumulate. And that is the Yontif that you then experience. The Yontif is the pace of Shua Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah Kippur, the parts of Asmana, the heavens open up, the deluge of water. That deluge of water didn't come from nothing. That is a combination of all the little pieces of parts of Azmanim that's been in every single day of Tachnan. It's a Chiddush Nifla. Oh, so it's a Mamash, Tachnan is very important, right? So it's a big Chiddush. How does that happen? I mean, how does, how does parts of Azmanim uh, trickle into parts of so the way, So the way the Rashash sees it is that they're not, it's not even so much a different place that it trickles in or that it, uh, you know, these are, these are, these are, these are parallel uh, universes, parallel uh, streams of time that sort of travel together. And it happens to be that when it comes to the, the moments of Yontif, this, 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 you know, the, 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 the parts of Hasmanim track that we've been on is fully uh, engaged and all these pieces come together and it, it becomes overwhelming to its parallel track. But these are, tra- these are two tracks that are going at the same time. 
which means that this that that in Pnimis Hatayra, every single day, Pesach is a is a culmination of a little piece of Pesach that's been developing throughout the year, and Shvuas is a Yontif, which is literally a culmination of every little day's piece of Shvuas, and so. We have this concept in halacha. We just let, let, let's explain. So the Rambam just introduces this new idea that Bezdin sanctifies day one of month one, and that is a way of sanctifying and proclaiming the yontif that's going to emerge on day fifteen of month six. It's like okay, that's a funny idea. Like, how does that work, or why should that work? The answer is in Pinimusatar. That's literally what's happening. That's what's happening. What do you think Pesach is? Pesach is a culmination. And a, an ingathering of all the little pieces of Pesach that's been happening since day one of month one. I mean, that's literally what's been going on. This is not a far-fetched idea in the Ram, but this is Mamish the truth. This is exactly what's happening. Bezin or Makadish the Chaydish on day one of month one. That, 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 and, and from that moment on, there's a snowball effect which develops into Pesach. When the Pasuk says, that there's a mitzvah on Bezin to sanctify, to proclaim, to make Yantif, to make Yantif means to start from day one, a month one, and begin the process of making Pesach. This idea, again, this is the idea where you have this idea in Nigla that by saying today is day one that, and sanctifying it as such, that's kind of ke'ilu. It's ke'ilu. Like in Nigla, the language in, in Nigla is like, it's ke'ilu. It's as if you proclaimed day 15 and sanctified day 15. And since every month is interconnected to each other because months don't have their own individual names, so by saying day one of month one is sanctified, it's ke'ilu, you're also proclaiming and sanctifying day 15 of month six. That's true in Nigla, which is as ke'ilu. And like, why make a ke'ilu? Like, like why, am I, why is the Rebbe making this complicated? The answer is, no, no, this is mamish the mitzis in Pinyin Satar. In Pinyin Satar, what is Pesach? <coughs> Pesach is a, culminate, a process that culminates that, that, from a process that began on day one of month one. It's literally, that's what Pesach is. Pesach is a conglomerate of a piece of every single day until that point. That's exactly what Shkadish is. So when Halacha says that when you when you when you're Makadish day one of month one, it's Ke'ilu, it's Ke'ilu. You've and, and every single month uh, progressively, you're 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 more and more and more Ke'ilu sanctifying the Yantif. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> That's your avoid every day is to fix the universe of that of of, of parts of Hayamim, but also to to fix the sliver of universe of parts of Hizmanim, which is going to be Yantif eventually. That, that's exactly what's going on. This is a perfect example where Nister comes and to fill in the the background where Nigla is is lit, is saying exactly the, the actual mitzias, nothing more, nothing less. It's not a fancy kilo. This is mamish the mitzias by establishing Rishchidish by 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 the makadish Rishchidish that, that to a certain extent is already sanctifying Pesach. And that's proclaiming Shavuos, and it's proclaiming Sukkot, and Rosh Kippur. It's all just uh, a, 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 an ingathering of all these pieces throughout the year. So this is again, like I mentioned before, Nigel and Nister, it's Tarach, saying it's, it's literally one thing. And so the big you have to appreciate what we're doing, you know, sometimes. And as I talked about this, I remember which, which, which Yantif it was, maybe it was a Sukkot or something. So talking about that this whole process, really, there's three stages for each year. Huh? It's three years, right? Because that's the same process over here. All these days that are coming together to become the Yontif, there's becoming the Yontif of that year and then taking the next leap 
of becoming the yontif of the, fa- of the next year, and then the, the yontif of the third year, if you remember such an idea. Yeah. So it's, in other words, the calendar is a, is a, uh, it's a, it's a living, breathing organism. It's an entity, you know, this is not a static thing. It's not a static thing. And that's, by the way, if you think about it, maybe perhaps just as a, as a thought, maybe that's what the Rebbe Hashem made Kiddush HaChadish so not static. It's a mole, it's a chaser, you need witness testimony. Like, we know the calculations, we have a calendar, so let's just go with that. Or just go with the, with the solar year and just divide up into 12 parts like the Goyim do. Mm-hmm. No, 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 because, because that, that type of calendar is not going to be reflective of the, of the movement, of the living... The, the the breathing of the of the year. It's this is a, this is an inion. Like you, you're you're fixing something, and this piece is then going to move to that, and and it's and it's a it's a system that's building upon itself. It's a it's an entity. So the halacha has to reflect that. That there's got to be some some organic and uh, even even some chaos, because life means some chaos. It means you know it means uh, movement, and movement means sometimes disorder, and that's exactly what the calendar is. So no, I guess. Uh, a good yantif. I guess that's the, uh, that's the best way to, to put it. You know, every single day is a good yantif. She's like a taka to have a good yantif. Okay. Pleasure.